basically I come to the shows to to be with all these great people, to enjoy the music. The music's beautiful, the people are beautiful, and I mean it's a great scene. While the community surrounding the dead and the culture of the fan base obviously powered a strong following, it always remained rooted in the dead's music and performance. Their performances were more than just simple experiences of watching the band perform. They were immersive experiences that allowed fans to not just listen to the music and engage with others, but also guided them through a visual experience. And one of my friends said, uh, you have to come to the Grateful Dead concert. And I'm like, okay. And it was great. <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I'd never experienced anything like that. Fans expected a certain amount of freestyling from the band. It was not just expected, but also embraced. It allowed the fans to indulge in an immersive experience, which not only involved the band's extended monologues, but also involved visuals that accommodated and guided the viewer through their experience. Well, you, you, when you went to a show, you always expected to have kind of a, a, a few favorites that you know that they would play. Um, in different tours, they, they featured different songs from different albums. Then whenever they released an album, I mean, it's still a commercial business, so they play the songs off of that album. The use of stage shock, though, is not a major factor in the Dead's performances, instead relying on their musical monologues to connect with the audience and tell the story of where their performance was going. On when um, there's probably a little bit more stage talk with the with the early dead in the '60s and '70s. Um, by the time that uh, I really started going to concerts in the '80s, um, there really wasn't a lot of a lot of stage talk. Um, but uh, one of the one of the things that that they did do um, very very long intros into the song. So you'd you'd think they were beginning on one song, the crowd starts getting up hyped up for one song, and then they transition into something completely different. So um, they, they had a lot of fun with the, the audience in, in that way. I love to dance and um, the music, there's a, a rapport that gets going between the band and the audience that gives you like a 3,000 people group high. It's just a unique experience. Yeah. When you can look around and see thousands of people and they're all hitting the downbeat with you. It's, Although the dance music created a sense of unity from the outside world, the perspective looking in placed a lot of judgment on deadheads and put some above others in terms of public opinion. Uh, well, the culture surrounding the shows was, was always fun. Um, it, but there was a lot of variability depending kind of on, on where, the, where the show was taking place. Um, a, lot of the, a lot of amphitheaters are kind of out or moved away from the, the main urban areas. So there's there's a lot of like open grass fields and parking lots that, that you can leverage and, and, and park in. And and that would be one sort of village that would be set up at very, very, very spread out, um, take advantage of kind of more of the natural surroundings. But then there's also shows that played in, in more urban settings, in, in downtown settings, whether that was downtown Atlanta or Madison Square Garden in New York or, or other places like that where there's not a lot of open space, not not places where people are going to be able to camp out and set up. Um, so the the villages will be much more compact, um, very very quick setup, quick tear down. 
So it was a complete, it was a different vibe depending on kind of where you were and the and what the setting that was that you were that you're partying in. And and actually one time when when the Grateful Dead were playing here in Atlanta and playing downtown, I was actually working downtown at the time. So I was in coat and tie, uh, still on my way to the, the Grateful Dead concert, which was at the at the old Omni by CNN Center. Um, so they essentially had CNN Center roped off. So they weren't really allowing the deadheads into the restaurants and bathrooms and all that stuff. But being in a coat and tie, I got the free pass. I just got to walk right on through, even though I was on my way to the dead show, just like everyone else. Judgment of deadheads coincided with the perception of the Grateful Dead, with the growing fame of the band creating growing concern from the outward community on the effect of society in and around the Grateful Dead. But, uh... If this is the only family they can find, you know, I think that's pretty, uh, pretty bad because, I don't know, I think most of the kids who end up here like that end up, you know, they're 16, they're smoking crack, they're smoking coke, or they're booting, you know, heroin. Um, you know, it's not, I don't think it's as pretty as what it appears to be. I mean, you know, come the middle of the night, there's fights, there's, there's blood, I mean, in most of the, most of the arenas, there's a... Uh, there's an effort to get most of these people out of there by then. 